Uh, my name is Christopher. Oh my God, Christopher. My name is Paul. You seemed very surprised Christ- by my name. <laughs> oh my God, Chris- <laughs> what, Christopher? Welcome to the Let's Start Over podcast. Yeah, this is episode seven of our Cinamorous series. Sure is. We're just staring down the barrel. When you make updates based on a movie you watch, that's Cinamorous. When you give love advice based on a movie you watch, that's Cinamorous. When you devise sex acts based on a movie you watch, that's Cinamorous. When you do a fourth thing, but I named all the things that Cinemarus. Then Paul's Tinder too. Pick a movie, we watch it, we pitch dates based on the movie. Yeah. Maybe answer some relationship questions inspired by the movie. Sure. Or maybe the answer is inspired by the movie. Maybe not at all. Mm-hmm. And then throw out some sex acts yeah. based on the film. Yeah. Today's film was your choice. What is it? Uh, Christopher, this is the 1986 uh, Sylvester Stallone classic, Cobra. So we're stuck in the 80s. <laughs> we have been in a little bit of an 80s uh, rut, I yeah, would say. That's okay, you know. We I'm, wanna, I'm, I'm not trying to get out of it. A yeah. rut implies that you're. you're that is negative. Yeah. yeah, I would say we're just in an 80s state of mind. I think that's probably true. Yeah. Um, Cobra, I had not seen Cobra. Yeah. This you're, is my you're first welcome. time watching <laughs> Cobra. And I couldn't. So when it says written by Sylvester Stallone, yeah. knowing that he, I think, won, potentially won an Oscar for the Rocky screenplay. Right. Which It's is, not like you think he's a great writer, but you think he's at least more competent. This. <laughs> so this is the second movie in a row you've pitched by a formerly Academy Award winning writer who oh. comes in like six or seven years later with like a total shit What pile. was the other one? The other American Flyers oh, was the guy Breaking that did Away. Breaking Away. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this was, uh, I mean, I don't know what I thought it was going to be about, but I, I guess I was surprised it was a cop movie because oh, okay. I think I'd seen the cover and he's holding a fucking machine gun. So right. he does I, not look, <laughs> he doesn't look like a cop. But as we learn, he doesn't play by the rules. Right. Um, plenty of hilariously bad things going on in the movie. Lots of bad eighties songs with hilariously vague lyrics. Yes. I think I even wrote down some of the lyrics. Hold on to your vision. Hold on to the dreams we've had. The air is thick with dreams on fire. This ain't any kind of life living on the edge of a knife. As you feel the time is turning, then your mind starts to feel the heat. I was entertained. I laughed pretty hard a handful of times. Yeah. But I think on the whole, I was not really prepared to laugh at the... I think at this moment in time, I was not prepared to laugh at the police brutality crusade that St- Stallone is on. Like, I feel like this oh, movie is like yeah. his manifesto for rule of law. I mean, we have like in the beginning of the movie, the people are like yelling at him, like, what about due process? And he's like rubs the reporter's face in a dead body to be like, tell it to this family. <laughs> and the whole movie has like played against a cop who's like belligerently wants to follow the law and the Constitution. Yeah. And Stallone just like punches the shit out of him. And, yeah. yeah. And and it's it's mm. in this like very Republican-y 80s world where it's like every crime is 
perpetrated by some psycho cults, and the only thing stopping between the cults and humanity is some cop who breaks all the rules. <laughs> and, like, he, he takes her to this fucking foundry town that's just, you know what, this is what it's about. Working class white Americans, and they fight in, like, a factory in white America. Just you went much the... deeper with that than I would <laughs> and, and even at the end, when the, when the cop who's, who's actually... Uh, likes to not just kill indiscriminately, says, hey, you know what? I think you made a big mess here, but congrats. No hard feelings. And Stallone, <laughs> like, fake handshakes him and then sucker punches him, his co-worker, and then just gets on her motorcycle and rides away. No hard feelings. Yeah. And no, just punches him. So, like, it's a perfect 80s movie, but I couldn't I couldn't root for him because I feel like this is, like, the the seed that germinates the – the Blue Lives Matter movement. Oh. So I, I was uh, struggling with it on that level. I know that's not your intent pitching it because it's just a funny 80s action movie. Yeah. But when I saw Stallone, I couldn't root for him. I was like, no, fuck you, man. Just the monologues he goes on about, oh, he's like, yeah, you want to you wanna tell me how to do my job? You want to put rules on me? I just shoot everybody. I, I I wasn't prepared to have that message. Right. So I think you're going to find that reflected in my yeah. uh, in my date. Yeah, he's not really very likable. I mean, like, he's not. But certain people would like him. It's pretty funny though. Like the <laughs> like, scene, I was sh- like shrieking with laughter. It was early on before I had like dug to. I'd let it burrow its in way into my current events in mind. But early on, he goes into. By the way, one of the tamest active shooters I've ever seen. He's He spends the first, like, 90% of his time, the active shooter goes into a grocery store and just shoots the food. He's not even shooting at people. He's not even looking at them. It's like they're not even there. He's right. shooting watermelons. He's shooting shopping carts. Right. Eventually, he kills one. Yeah. The bow, Eventually, will. he kills one person, yeah. which for, like, half of America today is just, like, whatever, you know. No biggie. That's your average day. Stallone goes into the grocery store, and the guy's like, I've got a bomb! And Stallone says, I don't shop here. That's a great line. I was, like, howling when he said that. But because I think he wasn't just being a dick in a way that renegade cops often behave like dicks, Stallone was writing his opinion about 1980s Reagan-era rule of law bullshit into Cobra's mouth to say, like, how dare you? You don't know what it's like out here. Like, the statistics at the beginning of the movie, like, every... Every ten seconds in America, you definitely read the, re- the political overtones he was, much more yeah. than I. But I, I don't necessarily disagree. <laughs> now That's that you what's say that, going on in there. Yeah, I brought some political overtones to my my contributions yeah. to this episode. Great. Um, okay, so let's so jump right in the date. Yeah, I'm gonna go first because you went first last time. Yeah, and I have I have a lot of things. So. <laughs> you got a lot of date stuff. I, yeah, okay. I, for, I have a decent number. I hope you're ready to try to make a difference on my date. This is a serious date. This isn't some... We're not going to play skee-ball on this date, okay? Yeah. Uh, The first thing you're going to do with your date, um, probably a first date. You know, I'm going to say a first date, though. Yeah. I'm going to say a first date. Yeah. You're going to organize a fundraiser for the National Police Accountability Project, which is a real organization (laughs) made up of lawyers, advocates for um, just accountability of police, transparency, and... Conduct, local codes, know your codes, defend them. Yeah. So this you're going to organize and put on a fundraiser. Uh, that could be anything. You know, it could be a car wash. Right. Uh, it could be a, a selling magazine subscriptions. I don't know. I'll leave that up to the daters, okay. you know. Yeah. What, whatever sounds fun. Okay. <laughs> um, after that, 
uh, the people on the day, I think, should go and campaign for police reform-focused local candidates, whether that's a door-to-door campaigning, okay. working in a call center, okay. or something. You're going to find the local candidates who are – they support the police, but they also think that everyone should be held accountable. Yeah. So you're going to campaign for those candidates. Um, after that, you're going to together attend a class um, about knowing your rights when it comes to documenting police conduct, when oh. it comes to filming. Okay. What are your rights? When can you film? What can you do? Yeah. Just know your rights because um, that's just another way to, to fight cobras. And then last, um, you know, it's kind of been intense. <clears throat> so I feel like emotions might be running high over everything that's been really going been on. Out there. It's a big day. It's a big first date. Yeah. So we're going to wind things down and then testify against an out of control cop in a court hearing and hopefully ensure a conviction finally for one of these gentlemen. Okay. So that's my first date. It's just a cute little date. You know? <laughs> cute. Yeah, I um I'll just I'll just jump into mine. Yeah. Um mine are a little less politically charged. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I figured that might be the case. You know, uh you're gonna go to a grocery store. Oh yeah. And uh just just drink some beers off of the shelf and not pay for them. <laughs> oh, and and um and also uh, heckle people over the store intercom. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You know, Cobra did that. But That's if right. someone if else did that, Cobra would probably feel justified shooting and killing them because <laughs> they didn't pay for because their they beer. didn't pay for the beer. That's true. Rule of law. <laughs> Rule of law. That's true. Uh, that is true. I'll hear more. I want to hear more, though. Um, and then, so then after that, um, and yeah, I guess I guess this this could work well as all one big thing. So you know, okay. take it as you will, listeners. Sure. Sure. Um, I think a, a, a fine follow up is that just cleaning up the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> do you mean um, like literally though, like sweeping and like a leaf blower, or do you mean yeah, like or roughing up hooligans or youths? If that's needed, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, just however however you see fit. No, uh, no rules at all. No regards <laughs> to the laws. Just okay. no. Uh, you know, be safe out there, kids. And uh, yeah, well, obviously, there are satanic kinda, murder cults he, behind um, every corner. That's right. So be do be safe. He kind of un- he really roughs up the Latinos over a parking space. <laughs> oh, I have a question about that scene. Yeah, so when he rips the guy's shirt off and yeah. he's wearing a wire. What did you? He pulls the guy's shirt down. I did not notice that. He rips the guy's shirt, and he's wearing a wire. And I thought the joke there was that he was undercover, and Stallone was outing him, or he was an informant. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do, but I didn't. I didn't notice and, that. But the guy like turns to his buddies, and his the wire is exposed, and he does nothing. So it's either a very strange, nonsensical joke or plot point yeah. or that's how the sound designers mic'd him I and was Stallone w- just ripped it off and the guy just kept acting and that was the mic it could it be it could be I, I didn't look it up that's a, that's a good uh, I didn't good look it up but I definitely want to know yeah so I'm sorry I keep interrupting your date continue wow um, I'm gonna look it up while you're doing your next part of your date yeah it's a little bit of patio uh, rooftop gardening <laughs> gardening. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um and then um if things are going going well, uh just fire up the old BBQ and uh do a little grilling. Okay, nice. Sounds what was that scene where he got the We put the newspaper in the barbecue? No, where he um 
gets out the piece of pizza yeah. and the carton of eggs. Yes. And then he places them on the table like four different ways. He's like moving them all around. Yeah. And then he takes the piece of pizza and he cuts a square off of it with his scissors. Yes. And then he opens the carton of eggs and that was gun cleaning instruments. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like his gun clit kit, clit. his gun his kit. gun. I heard a gun clit in there, just so everybody knows. Well wow. said, gun clit. Uh, Kilber is uh, equipped to handle any task, Christopher. Um, but he puts that piece of pizza back after he snips off the corner. So is that like all he needs to eat? I and mean, did he got the pizza out of the fridge? Yeah, the whole box, and then cuts off a bit. There's only one we... slice in the box, and you just like cut the tip off. <laughs> it's very strange behavior. It is strange. Very strange <laughs> behavior. It's just a weird thing to write into a script. Uh, did you find? Uh, did you find an answer? I didn't. I Yon saw. I found the scene that says "best scene from Cobra" oh. on YouTube, but it doesn't really say. I'm gonna continue searching. Though. Okay. Is there more? Is there more portions I, of your I have, date? I have more. Are you ready? Yeah. Go, keep going, please. Um, so Christopher, as you know, uh, Cobra, he's very health conscious and he cares a lot about what other people are, are eating and putting into their bodies. Uh, so for this portion of the date, you're going to visit a nutritionist together. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty interesting. And you're going to come up with a a kind of a health plan for both of you. Okay. And, um, I think it's just kind of fun and just shows that, that you're in it. Uh, that you're committed, that, that you want to be healthy for the other person, and, and hopefully they do too. That's nice. I have have moviemistakes.com, okay. not an authority, but a resource, Yeah, says visible crew slash equipment. In the scene where Cabretti is talking with the Hispanic guy for yeah. the first time after parking his car, he rips off his shirt, revealing a black wire attached to his chest yeah. using duct tape. So the, on this website, that's listed as a mistake, which says to me that the wire was there to record the audio for the scene. Right. Which do you think they'd just reshoot it, Why right? would he... Wouldn't you reshoot it? Well, and why even record the audio? Like, it's... I need to watch the scene again, I think. Yeah. Um, well, let's... I'm going to... We're going to watch it right now, and we're going to let the audience hear it. Okay. Thanks for just cutting right into my date. That's great. No, please continue. It's not the first time, and it won't be the last time. <laughs> Stallone is trying to park behind them in a tiny spot. Well within, they're well within their rights to not move. <laughs> What's your problem, my sissy? You touched my car, man. Get him, Andorale. Get your health, you know. What is pinche? Yeah, it's Me. Clean up your act. You can see the wire. Yeah, you sure can. Cobra tries to park in a spot that his car can't fit. (laughs) And when they say, hey, man, he pushes their car out of the way with his car and then assaults one of them. (laughs) If a civilian did that behavior, if they were poor or a minority, probably, he would do it. He's a little bit above the law, he might say. Go ahead with your date. <laughs> By above the law, I mean he's like flying the luck dragon <laughs> above the law. <laughs> all right. Uh, all, all, all funny aside. Um, so then, uh, then after that, you're gonna do a little little rollerblading on the boardwalk. Oh, okay. That it's, scene we were just talking about takes place on the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now this one might be a little hard to fit in in this in the sequence. So this could be supplemented in anywhere. Uh, chopping firewood together. Mm. Gathering and chopping firewood, mm-hmm. I think, is, okay. a, is a fun a fun little date activity. Okay. 
um, and then uh, traipse through an orange grove. <laughs> traipse, a little traipse. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be it would be a fun little time. Okay, I like that date. Yeah, a little more lighthearted than mine, um, but could get you killed if cobras around. That's that's true. Yeah. All right, so those are the dates. Yeah. And this is a time in the show where we field love, relationship, yeah. sex questions, advice. No, Chris, I just have one, one thing to ask. I don't, I don't mind uh, however which you answer, but did you did you enjoy the film? I had fun watching it. Yeah. But, you know, maybe had I come to this movie at an earlier age, right. I may have had an appreciation for it. And then maybe you, you'll know better later. Right. Not because the movie's bad. That part's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilariously bad. Mm-hmm. But as my 35-year-old Christopher watching it, I just wanted to – I just wanted Cobra to be arrested the whole time. Right. I did enjoy watching it. I'm glad we watched it. Yeah. But fuck Cobra. We've got a couple questions mm-hmm. here for us to tackle. This is uh, from, a, from a female friend of mine. Okay. And it, it's, it's a little bit long, but the question is, I think, pretty simple. So online dating sucks. Yeah, there are those ridiculous people that apparently find the loves of their lives on there, but the rest of us just exist in perpetual awkward encounters and misery. It sucks, but it also seems to be the normal option of the modern age. Are there other viable choices that don't involve arranged marriages or hooking up with creepy people at the bar? What's the future of dating? And please, dear gods, tell me it gets better than the repetitive and ultimately unsuccessful first Tinder date system we are currently stuck with. Ugh. Well, so I guess the, the biggest question is, what's the future of dating? Uh, what are other viable choices? I don't just get out there try to meet people. How old is this person? Early 20s? Uh, 30s, yeah. 30s? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Meeting people in, in your 30s, thir- just meeting anybody new, I've yeah. learned, in the, your 30s is hard. I think you kind of have to have a little bit of intention behind what you want to do because you know no one wants to like be like I'm going to go out and find a friend like that, mm-hmm. that's not like that's not like an empowering way to feel but then like you realize like well sometimes like this is what you need to do like mm-hmm. you need to be like this is my plan I'm going to go meet some new people you know and I think the same thing like applies like in dating where like it is what you make of it, it is, maybe it is what you make of it and like it's easy like I've done this where I'm just like why does anyone you know it's like yeah. oh well because you're like in school with like this one cohort and like what have you like when was the last time you went to a place that had new people in it and you're like oh yeah i guess it's been you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah. like sure yeah join join like a what what are the things you're into join a hikers association yeah. take a bike repair class whatever sure. you like yeah go to the dog park take a, i don't a, know a, a gun assembly course <laughs> take a um, <laughs> do my date yeah. <laughs> Take a class about yeah. knowing your rights yeah. and when you're documenting police activity. Yeah. Create opportunities to and meet people. Y- y- totally. And, you know, and to that end, make, you know, make the game you want to play in, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, if you don't like online dating or meeting people at a bar and there's nothing wrong with not being into that, yeah. um, find a way that appeals to you mm-hmm. for meeting people. Yeah. You know, you don't have to play by other people's rules. That's right. You know, get out there. Fuck and, them. Yeah. You're above the law, listener. <laughs> you don't have to play by the rules. Well, that's not what I meant. <laughs> this is where the rule... What's her name? Uh, I'll, I'll leave her name. Can you give a... Or at least give me a fictional name. Yeah. Uh, Janet. Janet, this is where the law ends and Janet begins. You find your yeah. own way. Create your own path. And don't let the online dating world get you down. Yeah. That's great. I like it. Yeah. All right. Good, Good luck. 
Because you probably Janet, never if that's even your you probably real never name. done any online dating, have you? No. But I do have a question. Okay. To Great. share. Great. <clears throat> All right. Comes from a listener. I've been seeing this guy on and off. I know there's some kind of chemistry between us, but there's also a big problem. I'm a deeply devoted sister of the New World family <laughs> working towards cleansing society of its weakest citizens. And he's a self-described cult buster working for the LAPD. I know if we were ever to become romantically involved, he would attempt to rescue me from my chosen life with his big strong muscles and roguish good looks, and I would probably try to stab him to death in a blood sacrifice. It doesn't seem healthy, but it sounds so hot. Is it possible for two people so different to find some common ground? Sincerely intoxicated by toxic masculinity. Oh, okay. I think it does sound hot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once you go through that kind of conflict with someone, I feel like you know where you stand. Well, yeah, and there's, there's kind of a nice uh, balance there of like, hey, mm-hmm. we're accepting our differences and we're starting this thing. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with stabbing him in a blood sacrifice or him trying to save you. It's just what happens when you get on the other side of that. I think the question will be answered for you. Right. It's either going to tear you apart or you're going to know and that there's he's, gonna be a the right, he's Mr. Right. Push and pull, but maybe it'll be just enough, you know? Yeah, sure. To, to kind of balance You out. don't want to be the same people. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, just but like if I never. And he dies, then you know it wasn't meant to be. I never really watched Weeds, but doesn't she like end up dating like a DEA? officer yes, or something like that point, but, but he yeah. knows yeah i think that you should just uh hit it head on yeah and see what happens yeah. who's left standing if he shoots you then you know that it's might not work out right that's a, that's a red flag right maybe maybe just like no guns in the house you know just make some boundaries but he work, a, he's a cult buster working for the LAPD that's not realistic but you both want to feel safe don't try to change him no but, and, but don't let him change you either right so I if think you can live with him cleaning you just you, want to be able to make like, a safe space where you both feel right. uh, you know like you belong. If you can't deal with him cutting wedges off of pieces of pizza or when you go to make eggs in the morning and it's full of gun cleaning. No kit, eggs. Yeah. And if he's and if he's like, why is everything so blood? There's blood all over everything. Ugh. Yeah. Like, why did you spray paint these weird symbols on the walls? Right. Um, you should be able to accept those parts of one another. Mm-hmm. I keep and it, trip every, every time I walk in a room, I trip over a goddamn axe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> There goes constantly clanging. It's that clanging again. Jesus. All right. Well, I think you know what to do. It's that time of the show where we get into the boudoir. Yeah. We're going to share with our listeners some some sexual maneuvers that you and I have come up with. Yeah. I like I like to call them sex acts. Yes. You like to use different You call different them sex moves. But sex sometimes moves. I, I, I switch them up. Like usually on my notes, it usually says sex moves. You know, I'm going to reveal something to you. Yeah. And mine actually says moves, too. What? But I still like to verbally say sex acts. I, yeah, I like it, too. It just <laughs> sounds more severe. It does. <laughs> uh, so, you know, but with for both of us, we try to make these acts universally applicable yeah. to any type of couple, any yeah. type of situation, and try and try to make them uh, unabusive in nature. Yeah. So some of these get, can that, get intense, yeah. but they're all with the spirit that they should be done. Don't you feel like oh, sorry, in a loving relationship? Yeah, totally. Or between I, strangers I like, who are like, just okay like with like it. Like any time like I hear like some some funny sounding sexual move and I, and I look it up, 
you know, on mm-hmm. like the old like Urban Dictionary or something like that. Like it always like just sounds like it was just written by like just an angry like fourteen year old. We've got civilized, yeah, distinguished acts. Yeah, and we want we want everyone to play along. You yeah. know, so we mm-hmm. don't want to. Uh, we want everyone to be able to do the act. Yeah, you know, not just people with certain gear or whatever. Right. Um, I went first with the day, so that means you get to go first with oh. your acts. I have f- four. I have four as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Christopher, this one, we're just going to start out kind of hot and heavy. Okay. So I hope, hopefully you and the listeners are, are prepared for it. I'm always prepared for that. This is called The Foundry. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the couple, um, the couple has sex next to a roaring fire while... Uh, inverted lit candles hang from above and drip scalding Whoa. hot wax on both lovers. That is, I like and that. And sometimes one. I don't know how to refer to like is lovers. Is that does that? I think play? that's good. Okay, yeah. I mean that's a nice way to say it. I feel like I keep saying participants, <laughs> which is a little more clinical. <laughs> like they're just like doing it for like a Masters and Johnsons <laughs> <laughs> research project. Uh, um, that's participant one. one. Please remove <laughs> your. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm gonna put forward an act called "I Don't Shop Here," which is in re- I referenced that quote earlier, um, and that's when you have sex in a hotel room and then trash the place for someone else to clean up. Fuck it's really it, more it, it, common in like the freezer section of the. Th- it's pretty much just having sex in a hotel room. Right. Is called "I Don't Shop Here." Right. Because that's that's pretty common. That's great. Um, now this one uh, is a bit of an exhibitionist. Act. I like those. You know I like those. So this one is called The Trench Coat. Okay. Uh, both lovers casually have sex standing up between their trench coats in a public space. Oh, so two trench coats, yeah. both open. Yeah. Well, and they're the, kind of like wrapped around wrapped, each other. And the biz, the action's happening betwixt yeah. the coat so nobody can see. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So like they're naked, but then they're kind of mm-hmm. cocooned themselves, <laughs> if you will. That's, that's good. Well, like sex that. cocoon. Um, <laughs> I've got one called The Killer Cop. Okay. And that's when you wear jeans during sex. <laughs> um, cut one or two or three as many holes as are going to be you want to have in play. Sure. In the jeans, so it might be a dedicated <laughs> pair of jeans. You know, so you're pulling probably your, not like wearing pulling, that pair of jeans yeah, to work. Next opening time. the fly, pulling them down a little, not counting. These are fully clasped, zipped up jeans. Oh. That you know, there are <laughs> holes in them, okay. but they have to be. Custom-made holes. Right. Um, but the jeans have to stay on entirely okay. during the act. That's called the killer cop. What about jean chaps? Would you, would you accept no, that? No, no, no. Okay. We need full jeans. Okay. okay. Um, well, uh, this one is called uh, The Arsenal. Okay. Um, one lover heatedly masturbates on the bed <laughs> while the other cleans and assembles guns. <laughs> Does it have to be on the bed? I noticed you noted the bed. So well, that's a specific place. Yeah, it doesn't have to be on the bed. Okay. I was but just they're in the about, same place. Yeah. I in guess the same room? Same room. On so the same piece of furniture? Should it, he be cleaning, or he or she be cleaning guns on the bed? It, it could be. Okay. That would be fine. I mean, probably not a safe because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, really uh, safe sex. I just want to make sure, I, I want to know what makes it a group. Uh, a couple's act, you know. Right. So the the, other, what, the clean air can't be in the other room cleaning. No, absolutely okay. not. So I'm thinking about the scene in the movie where they're in the hotel. Yes. And she's supposed to be sleeping. Yes. And um, or I should say, but he expects her that she's supposed to be sleeping. And then he's just like 
just pulling out like grenades and fucking like assembling his like submachine yes. gun. But she's just sort of like wantonly like just laying on the bed, like looking at him. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you one called Angel of the City. Okay. Which is uh, group sex with robots. That's amazing, Christopher. Because okay. I also have one called Angel Do of the you? City. That, but it, okay. It's a little different. Okay, let's hear it. Um, and it's... I might need your help to, to polish it just a little bit. Cause Paul-ish? I, <laughs> P-A-U-L-I-S-H? That's right. Um, that's something more I like to do at home. <laughs> yeah. While someone's cleaning guns. <laughs> uh, as we know, this is a Christmas film. Yeah, and I so didn't uh, that. no Christmas tree is complete without a Christmas tree topper. Mm-hmm. So this involves uh, scaling the tree <laughs> to the top, <laughs> um, and I was trying to decide if they both scale the tree and just like have sex in the top of like someone's mm-hmm. like tree in their yard. That's kind of okay. what I was thinking, like an exhibition thing. But then I was thinking, well, maybe. But, was, but then I named it Angel of the City, thinking like a Christmas tree angel topper. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking maybe just one person goes up there and just masturbates. Uh. Um, okay. I'm not, you know. That's good. Yeah. yeah, there's some flexibility there. Yeah. Yes, that's those are the key essentials. Yeah. Those are the fixins. Mm-hmm. What year was this? 86. So what came first between the this? Best year for cinema. What came between, for, for Die so Hard would have been after this. Yeah, it was 87, right? First Die Hard? Lethal Weapon oh. also took place at Christmas, right? Yeah, and he has a very Lethal Weapon sort of fight where they just like throw their weapons down and... <laughs> <laughs> Lethal just... Weapons 87. Okay. Cobra came first. Yeah. That's very interesting to me. But you know what, Christopher? What? Rambo First Blood Part 1 is also a Christmas movie. Yeah. That's interesting to yeah. me. That's interesting. Well, I've got one more move left. Okay. It's called The Civilized Court. Okay. <laughs> and it's when you deliberately behave in a bizarre and erratic fashion during sex and then the next day plead insanity. <laughs> Great. You have one anymore, or is that um, it? I, I have one. Perhaps uh, you could help me out with this one because oh, I had okay. a name I really liked. Okay. But I just couldn't decide what it was. Okay. So I have a name called uh, the uh, the the grenadier, which is mm. someone that throws grenades. And I uh, I was having a hard time thinking about what that would entail. I think that's when you your partner lays on the bed mm-hmm. and. This one would have to involve a penile ejaculation. Right. The uh, you just the, throw the semen at them. <laughs> uh, goes outside and masturbates and tries to launch the semen into the open window. <laughs> I also have another one that I have a name for. It would grenadier would not fit, but okay. the uh, this one's kind of on the fly here. Well, the van, the broken down van, mm-hmm. and that's <clears> when uh, two people are making love in the back of a van. Uh, A third party then pretends the van is broken down and asks for help and gets someone, they they wave someone down, they get them to come (laughs) over, they open the back of the van and show the person that there are people having sex in it and that's it. And then they orgasm. (laughs) That's the only way they can achieve orgasm. Right. Is by somebody seeing them in a van having sex. Great. It's a lot of work. All right. uh, I think I'm picking the next film. What? I believe it's my turn. Okay, fine. Um, I'm going to be picking the uh, – we're going to stay in the 80s. We're going to go with the 1988 science fiction uh, animated film Akira. Yeah, I've never seen it. Okay, then. Well, 
watch it, and I'll see you next time. Great. When you make updates based on a movie you watch that's cinemarous. When you give love advice based on...